Praise the Lord, everybody. Feels good in the house today. Anybody believe that God can do anything? I do. I believe he can do anything. He will go out of his way to affect your life. Time does not exist with God. People think that they're doing one thing for a long time. There's time. God is timeless. It's just seconds to him. Our life is just seconds to him, so you don't have to worry about all that. You know, last week I woke up, and I wasn't here last week, last Sunday. I know. Everybody missed me a great deal. And, uh, but I had to stop when I woke up that day, and I was telling it to Debbie. Then I listened to the preaching on the, on the trip back, and it was kind of the same, same deal. And then this morning when, when we were having Sunday school lesson, that's the same thought. So I was writing down these little notes, you know, because once I get that thought in my head, i got to get it out of my head or I'll keep on thinking about it. And it's based off an old note I had that some wise man said, and I wrote it down, and I don't know who said it. I really don't know who said it, but I wrote it down on my phone. And, and Hebrews 3 and 15 says, While it is said today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts. You know, life has a way of hardening our hearts, and uh, we can't let that be. And this wise man, who I can't remember he's, who wrote it, or I never took a note, or I would have wrote it down, he said, Your life will never be lived someday. Life is lived in a simple way today. Today. So today, today, we need to listen for God's voice today. When he speaks, we need to hear it, or we need to act on that, because we never will arrive at a place where God wants us if we live life for someday. we got to live it for today, today. So to me, that, that means no matter what I did yesterday, whether I did good yesterday, whether I did bad yesterday, or whether I did nothing yesterday. That was yesterday. I'm living today. I've still got breath. I've still got a breath in my lungs. I've still got all the ability to make a difference today. And God wants you to hear his voice. And he wants you to listen to that voice. And he wants you to do something today. So today, when you hear God's voice, whether it's in the preaching, in the songs, during worship, when you hear that voice, you need to listen to it, because today might change your life. Today might change your life, and, and you might walk out of here today with a whole new outlook on anything that's ever happened to you before. So today's the day. So today we're going to worship. Today we're going to sing. Today we're going to hear the Word of God, and today it's going to make a difference to us today. So let's just, Brother Isaac, if you'd take up an offering, get ready to. We're going to give unto the Lord, and we're going to sing unto the Lord so let's get into this service today. So let's give God some worship right now before we start this service. Lord, I love you, God. Oh, I worship you today, God. I thank you today, God, for your goodness. Oh, I thank you today for all you've done for me, Lord Jesus. Oh, I thank you for your leading and your guiding today, God. Be with us yeah. in this place today. Help us to hear your voice today, yes, God. And it'll affect our lives, Lord Jesus. We praise you and we honor you today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Look what the Lord has done. Yes, look what the Lord has done. Oh, He healed my body. He touched my mind. He saved me just in time. Oh, I'm going to praise His name. Hallelujah. 
Each day is just the same. Why don't you come on and praise him? Look what the Lord has done. Oh, look what the Lord has done. Yes, look what the Lord has done. Oh, he healed my body. He touched my mind. He saved me just in time. Oh, I'm going to praise his name. Each day is just the same. Why don't you come on and praise him? Look what the Lord has done. Yes, look what the Lord has done. Oh, look what the Lord has done. Well, he healed my body. He touched my mind. He saved me just in time. Oh, I'm going to praise his day. Yes, each day he's just the same. Why don't you come on and praise him? Look what the Lord has done. Lord, you are good and your mercy endureth forever. Lord, you are good and your mercy endureth forever. People from every nation and tongue, from generation to generation, we worship you. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, we worship you for who you are. Lord, you are good and your mercy endureth forever. Yes, he is. Oh, Lord, you are good and your mercy endureth forever. People from every nation and tongue. From generation to generation, we worship you. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, we worship you for who you are. You are good all the time, all the time. You are good, you are good all the time. All the time, you are good, you are good. All the time, all the time, you are good. People from every nation and tongue, from generation to generation, we worship you. Hallelujah, 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 we worship you who you are people from every nation and time from generation to generation we worship you oh hallelujah hallelujah we worship you 
for who you are. Oh, you are Room. Miracles happen. 
seated. Anything can happen when you get God involved. Praise the Lord. Sister Debbie's going to sing the rest of the day. You know it. Worship with her. I love you, Lord. God's a good God. You know, where there's a where there's a will, there's a way. You know, that, that old that old free piano we got off Scott's friends, acquaintances. 
old free piano that's sitting in our living room that's keys stick and it's out of tune. Debbie bangs around on that to practice and the little white dog howls when she does it. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> so you're not limited when you're doing something for God. He's going to make a way for you to, you to, you to succeed at it. By, it's, a good, it's a good day. Well, it feels good in the house today. Time for the pastor to deliver the word of God, and we appreciate you, pastor. This is a, this is a good pastor, and his wife, I say it often, but it, it's, it's, a, it's a rarity, you know, that someone can get along with me so well, and uh, found somebody. But he does me good, he looks after my soul, and I uh, appreciate him for that, and I know that uh, he's a humble man, and uh, we love him dearly, and uh, he's done, been such a blessing for this church. Brother Erickson, appreciate you more than you know. Thank you. Praise the Lord, church. Great to be in the house of the Lord. Actually, you are the house of the Lord. I'm glad to be here with you. Amen. So thankful for our snack class today. And um, it's the place to be. Amen. Not only was it an incredible food, but it's, uh, we had a great time, and, and I feel like the Lord is taking the church, growing us every way that he can. And I think training and teaching is one of those areas. Turning your attention today to the book of John, chapter 17, a favorite area of the scripture for me. And um, I think we're going to begin, I believe it's verse 11. So thankful for the Shrewd family being here again with us. God bless them. Amen. So thankful for the Andersons today to get to meet them. And uh, what, a, what a treat that has been through this morning in the class and then now here. And uh, we just want them to have a great time and enjoy themselves. Amen. The Bible says, and I'm just going to come over and re read it, uh, beginning with verse number 11. This is kind of in the middle. I got to studying this, and I, I will probably take this line by line eventually, this whole prayer of Jesus. Uh, but, but this is kind of like, middle, nearing the end, uh, so uh, today you're not going to hear the whole, the whole story, but, but I want to just give you one line, and, uh, but I, I want to build up to it with this. Jesus is speaking here in the prayer. He said, and now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to thee, Holy Father, keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in thy name, and those thou, that thou gavest me I have kept. And none of them is lost but the son of perdition, that the scriptures might be fulfilled. And now I come, uh, now, and now come I to thee, and these things I speak in the world, that they might have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them thy word. And the world hath hated them, because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but that thou shouldest keep them from the evil. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Just a little more. 17. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. 
As thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I also sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself that they also might be sanctified through the truth. Verse 20, this is the one I want you to see. Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word. I want to preach to you this morning about through their word. The reference here is not the Lord's word. The reference here is speaking about the apostles' word. And I want to preach to you today about the power of the word today and that God would have his way in this place. Would you pray with me right now? Lord, thank you for that anointed service for what you are giving us today, for the song, for the worship, for the prayer, for all that you're doing in this place. But Lord, I pray now that that word would be anointed. Your word is anointed, Lord, but I pray that as I speak, Lord, that word would be anointed. Unlock our understanding. Unlock our our ways that we would see and perceive. Lord, I pray that your will would be done today. For Lord, we give you thanks and praise. Blessed now we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. You can be seated. So the word of God is, I don't mean to be following up on Sunday school, but allow me to preach another message uh, with the word involved in this, okay? Um, But let's see what the first verse, John 17 says. Uh, He said, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. Amen. How many believe your Bible is the word of God? That's a good time to say amen. Good, good, good. That's good. So is that all I need? Let's see. Let's take another verse. This next one. Jeff. 17 and... Is it 12? Yeah. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in thy name. Whose thou hast gavest me have I kept. And none of them is lost but the son of perdition that the scripture might be fulfilled. Is that the right verse? Pardon? Okay. Jeff, do 18. Wait. Okay, yes, John, give me 17, 17. Okay, we got that one. I'm sorry, John, 14 and 6, Jeff. All right, so we've established that the word, the word of God is, is God's word. Then Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man cometh unto the Father but by me. So Jesus is the truth. The word is the truth. And what's the third one? Is there a third one I gave you? 1 John 5 and 6. All right. This is he that came by the water and blood, even Jesus Christ, not by water only, but by the word and blood. 
And this is the Spirit that beareth witness, because the Spirit is truth. Ah, so when we talk about the truth today, we're not just talking about everybody having a Bible on their coffee table. We're not just talking about people saying, yeah, I believe because I can prove it. I've got six Bibles in my house. Amen. But we have to have all three of these facets of God in order to be able to have the full fulfillment of truth in our life. Why? Why? Because when I have the written word, my mind is sanctified. I think about God's word. Amen. When I have the Lord... And I'm supposed to love the Lord with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. And Him only shall I serve. That's where my heart comes in. My heart has to have truth. My mind has to have truth. But that's not everything, is it? Because I have to worry about how I live tomorrow. When I leave here, I leave this awesome atmosphere, and I, I no longer uh, around my brethren, brothers and sisters in the Lord. I have to come to the place where I have to have the spirit of truth, because somehow my will has to yield to truth. So it's got to be my mind, my heart, and my will have got to be the Lord's. And that's why you have three facets of truth that are all one today. Amen. We have to have these in order to experience. Jesus, when he was praying, as a man prayeth unto the Father, that's what John 14 is all about. He said, Lord, I pray for them that through their word there would be a world, a kingdom that would be saved. Because there's power in a life that has these, these three components of truth working actively in their life. Now, some have a great strength and faith in God. They live for God earlier, and, and things come along in life, and they get sidetracked, and they, they are, but they have a firm foundation, and they love God, and they believe the Word, and they receive the Word of God through their life. Tremendous. Now we just need to get them to realize, uh, uh, next, I need you to be able to come among God's people and be able to lift up your heart to God and say, oh, Lord, I love you. I'm committed to you. I'm going to live for you. I'm going to give you my everything today. But that's not all. Then we need to have truth impact my will. Oh, Father, not my will. But thy will be done is a powerful verse that Jesus prayed as a man in order that, that he could be all in all that the Father sent him to be. Yeah, so with our mind and with our heart and with our will, we have to have truth involved in our life today. It's not enough just to say, I know somebody who's on fire for God. I've seen this miracle, and I've seen that miracle. Oh, this thing is bigger than that, my friend. This thing is inside of you. This is that fire God has shut up in our bones. This is that zeal of the Lord of the host, amen, that he puts inside of our lives. Listen, every one of us have some things in common. Every one of us had to come to a place where we realized, I am a sinner in God's sight. Now, we're not talking about being better or worse than another person. We're not talking about, well, you know, so-and-so really lived a bad life, and I, mine wasn't near that bad. If you're, if you're on that line of thinking, you're, you're in trouble because you're comparing yourself with others. 
That just is not healthy. But God wants us to come to the place where we finally say, whoa, wait a minute, there is a God. He does know my name. He's interested in me. And yes, God, I have messed my life up, and I need your help today. Amen. We need someone today that knows what it means to repent. The Apostle Paul said, I die daily. What was he saying? Don't forget how to repent. Don't forget how to realize you need God in your life today. But that's not all. You, you, every one of us also has another thing feature that is true. We had to want to be saved. Now, there's all sorts of stories. Some, some, you know, held back, held back until finally they couldn't stand anymore and they made their way and, and God spoke to them and God did great things. Praise God. Others, you know, have been brought up in this way following their parents and little by little the word of God began to move and God started talking to them and, and finally they realized, hey, he's talking to me too. Uh, it doesn't matter whether you're coming as fast or slow. Uh, I just don't want you to miss another day living for Jesus uh, because it's exciting uh, giving our all to God. When I can finally say, oh God, not my will, but I want to walk after the Spirit. I want to hunger for God. I want to do your will today, Lord. Oh, this city will be turned upside down, my friend. I don't care how old you are. The oldest, precious person in this room can turn their world upside down. And the youngest can also. Amen. No, no, no. We're talking about the power of God. We're talking about truth today. Amen. You shall know the truth. And the truth will, it doesn't just say set you free. It says it will make you free. Because I've got a lot of entanglements in my life. A lot of things I've sold myself to that weren't healthy. A lot of bad habits. Some of them I'm still doing. Hope not, but, but, but you have to realize that God, God knows far more about this than I do. Amen. You have to be a sinner. You have to be, want to be saved. And you have to be willing to live the rest of your life for a God who's working in you and no longer just around you. You see, learning and loving is what has, will always bring about living. Learning and loving equals living. That's why Adam and Eve were cast out of the garden. They weren't living because they weren't loving. They weren't loving because they weren't keeping God's commandments. This verse we read this morning told us in John 17, Jesus said, Father, you, you've, I've kept those you gave me and all. Well, whatever happened to Judas? If God keeps everyone, what happened to Judas? Well, it's simple. He never believed. He went to church. He was involved in giving to some degree. He followed and saw the miracles. He went from house to house with the Lord. He plucked the ears of corn when it was fast days. 
with the Jews. He was there with his disciples. But you see, he never, he never had truth. He just had a religion. Our goal today, the vision of the Lord is that none would perish. In other words, none would just be a good churchgoer. None would try to do better. That's not, that's not the doctrine of victory today. The doctrine of victory isn't, I, I, I'm trying to cut back. I'm trying to do better. Oh, my friend, whatever your vice is, pray about it and watch the Lord deliver you. I don't know how we'll do it, but you can assure, hallelujah, God will deliver you from whatever you need to go through. All you need to want is I want my head to be in the Word. I want my heart to love the Lord. I want my will to be driven by the Spirit of God. And nothing will stop you. Jesus said, I left them in the world, this wicked, corrupt world. But they, even though they're in the world, they are not of the world. Why? What was he saying? There's something inside of them. There's a truth that will make them free. There's something that, that cannot be bought. It cannot be bound. It cannot be tarried. But oh, the Holy Ghost is a powerful tool today. Got to let the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God, to enable that truth in our life. Amen. This is how, really, the saints glorify the Lord. Because it's not of works, that, lest any man should boast. There's none good, no, not one. There's none righteous. Well, we're not here because we're better now. The only better in my life, Brother Dwayne, is if I have finally woken up and realized how important Jesus is, Brother John, today. Today. Today, while well, it is yet called today, this is the day of salvation. This is how we glorify him today. Because today, my, my testimony yesterday was good, but the Bible says that a man in the Old Testament, if, if he was righteous and then he began to sin willfully, he would become unrighteous. He was saved, but now he isn't. See, this word Jesus promised us, and I'll go into that another day, but he gave, he promised us joy, he promised us love, he promised us power, that we could live a life that was separated from everything we used to be and do and think. This power, this truth, gives us what we need today to live for God full head-on, full of steam, fast forward, amen. What are we afraid of today? What are we worried about if we are serving God fervently? Oh, we understand today that we are separated from our world of the past, those things that were corrupt. And then we become separated unto God. Amen. Thank God. Quick answer, it might be Jesus. <laughs> Is that my phone?
We don't get this so that we can boast. We don't get this because so we can be better than someone else. When we get the fullness of truth, it will be because we understand why he gave me what he has. Not just to make me better, but make, to make me something that can give glory to God and someone that could change my world. It was through the apostles' word, their word, their word, not the, not the word of God. That's not what that verse said. I always thought it did say that, to be honest with you. I, got, I was reading through it and I thought, whoa, that's not what that says. That they would save people through his word. But the Bible said that, that they would be saved through their word. Now you could take that and say, well, that's, that just means, Brother Erickson, that, that that was the generational next step of the apostles' doctrine after Jesus was taken up, that, that they began to preach the gospel. And, and, but no, no. Look up, look up the word. Now this is talking about a life lived. This is talking about an experience revealed. This is talking about a heartbeat that's fervent for God. This is talking about a life changed, and now I know it can change you too. This is, this is an experience statement here. This is them realizing when, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. Uh, uh, there's not another Bible out there waiting for you, my friend. Uh, there's not more scripture. That's not what that means. Uh, what it means is uh, when finally the lights come on uh, and it dawns in Kevin Erickson's heart uh, that he gave you, he empowered you, he blessed you for a reason. Uh, and there's a power, there's an anointing, there's a work of God that God has for you. Uh, and there's a fire set up in your heart and you're going to be able to see things happen not because you're anything but because your God is everything praise God let me bring this to an end I, I hope I'm not I don't mean to be doubling anything I said in Sunday school but I want you to realize today I need all the truth today not just to be able to quote scriptures I need all the truth today and not just be able to say that I've helped in Bible quizzing. I need all the truth today. I need to be active. I need to be vibrant. I need to be involved. Here's another thought for you. Never in Scripture are the apostles, the New Testament church, dealt with as one individual. But it's always as a fellowship. You will never... There are no islands in God's kingdom. Well, you serve God how you want to, and I'll serve God how I want to. There may be an error in there. There may be a flaw in that thinking. Be careful. Actually, I need you more now than I've ever needed you. I'm smart enough to know that. I need the church. I need a church that loves me, loves God, will help me. They'll pray for me. They'll lift me up. They'll encourage me. They'll walk beside me. They'll work beside me. They'll labor together with me. And we will see God do great things. Why? We need a church, my friend. 
how can a person possibly be overcome by the world when I have the Word of God impacting my brain? I have a love that is fervent and real and fresh for a Savior I love. And I have the Spirit of God working and moving and directing my steps. Well, Brother Erickson, my situation. No, Jesus told us in John 17 that Jesus said, I've kept all of them. Nobody has fallen. Nobody has fallen. What am I preaching today? Well, you're probably wondering. I'm preaching that you need a whole ball of wax. You need the whole enchilada. What else can I say? You need, you need the whole thing. Don't be satisfied with merely the Word of God in print. Don't be satisfied in just saying that you love God. But oh, blend those two things together and let the Holy Ghost minister and work in your life and work for God like never before. 2023 is going to be an exceptional year at Chelsea, Oklahoma. I feel it in my bones. Why? Because there's a church that's willing to be what they're called to be. Would you stand with me today? Jesus was set apart by the Father to work a work, and now he set us apart to follow in his work. The Father sent him into the world, and now he sends you and I into the world. My friend, I'd be a whole lot less interested in how we're leaving the world than what we're doing while we're here. If I could take John 17 is a biblical verse that is important in who I am as a Christian today. Isn't it time, Lord, give me the balance I need today that your spirit can speak to me in every part of my life, in my marriage and in my workplace and in my ethics and in my character in my desires and my passions, that they would be Godward. Oh, God, help me to be willing to leave off those things which are tragic, a tragedy in my life, and take hold and grasp those things that are going to save me. They are precious. They are true altogether. More to be desired are they than gold. Yea, than much fine gold. Sweeter than honey and the honeycomb. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Truth and nothing but truth. Amen. 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 Hear the word of the Lord today. Help me, Lord, to take every aspect of truth and to apply it in my life, in my daily living. Today, Lord, even though we're through with church now, when I go home, when I go and meet friends and family, God, let that truth prevail in my life. Jesus, have your way right now. Would you lift up your hands and your hearts to God? Would you begin to reach out to him right now for just a few minutes?
Jesus, God, tear down the mountains of my confidence. Raise up the valleys of my insecurity. Lord, straighten the wrong paths. God, straighten, Lord, the lefts and the rights, Lord, that waste my time and absorb my living for lesser things. And God, let me be, oh, a centerpiece for the will and the purpose of God that the gospel would move. Oh, let the Holy Ghost minister right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, shanyatabalokya. This song simply says, I surrender all. As a human being, I don't know that we ever will know factually if I've given everything, but it is our, His will that we would try to. He may have to come back and revisit a situation or two in our life to help us to become more like Him, but that's okay. His plan was a lifelong plan, not just one event. Amen. If you realize you're a sinner today, then realize today there's a Savior in the house. If you realize you're wrong today, let me tell you about a Savior who's available to touch whomsoever will. In the day that you seek for me with your whole heart, you shall find me. That's the promise of God today. To our elders who have lived for God for many, many, many years, can I tell you today, plunge in, renew and revive, refire today. See what God will do in your life. Amen. Because it's a new day. It's a fresh start in Jesus. And he wants to touch your life like never before. Samuel was in his 70s before he became the prophet in Israel. Well, my point is, what are you worried about your age? Just do what God's called you to do and watch him bless your heart today. Amen, amen. Oh, church, I'm excited about God's kingdom right in my life, right where I'm living Amen. Jesus' name. God bless you today. Have a wonderful day. Amen. Uh, we'll have Tuesday night prayer, okay, until we figure out what we're doing. And, um, and Wednesday, looking forward to a Bible study. Uh, I'm going to be talking to some of you. I would like to have at least one guest speaker from our church a month uh, to teach our Sunday school lesson. So I'm going to be talking to some of you, too, and plugging in a date and uh, making sure you have literature or whatever you want, or if you want to do your own, that's fine too. And um, I want to I get you involved in teaching because uh, when that Bible study comes available, I want you to jump on it. I don't want you to be afraid of what people say or do. Amen. And uh, looking forward to what God is doing here. Amen. We will we'll do more with uh, meet and greet, but I'm going to wait until... We have a few people that we can invite, amen, and we can start having this, and we'll start having it not as a consistent thing, but we'll have it here and there, and I'll invite you all to come over, and we just want all of our new folks, everyone, no matter what their background is, we want them to come and have fellowship. We want them to have a good time, 
Amen. We want them to know that the church is for them. God bless you all. Have a great day. Love you.